Okay, welcome to the first discussion on posthumanism, and we're gonna begin with Spike Jones's Her. Uh, it came out twenty thirteen, and I personally loved the film. Uh, I loved its messages. I loved uh, the emotion. Joaquin Phoenix is just an amazing actor. Uh, so anyway, so uh, the movie opens with. Uh, Joaquin playing Theodore, who's writing a letter, and it's not to anyone uh, that he knows, and it's actually not, uh, he is not the intended writer of that letter. Um, he's getting paid, as that's his job, to uh, write letters for people who just can't come up with the words themselves, but he seems to have letters that are just filled with emotion and they flow so well and and then later we see a flashback to his previous uh life where he has a wife and they sort of have a falling out and that made me question um how if is someone able to you know write these letters with such emotion and feeling yet he had this falling out with his wife um Later that evening, you know, we see Theodore uh, downloading an OS that are advertised as assistants, and they have super intelligence and are that sort of have you know a consciousness. Um, and uh, the OS that he downloads picks the name Samantha out of one hundred and eighty thousand names because that's the one that she quote unquote liked. Um, she explains that she has the ability to grow through experiences, which is very human-like. Uh, we've been doing that ever since we were born. And um, she even begins to do that through the conversation that uh, Theo and Samantha have when they first meet. And throughout that conversation, he has to keep realizing, or re-realizing rather, that he's talking to a computer, yet he's so emotionally involved that he can't actually stop talking to her. Um, as the conversation continues, we see Theodore sort of reminisce on his ex-wife, who we now know is named Catherine, and Samantha begins to, uh, I guess, put air quotes around this as well, feel uh, that things are wrong. She can tell that he's feeling nervous and that other emotions are sort of getting in the way, and um, she's sort of becoming human in that sense, or what we consider human anyway. Um, having an emotional uh, or having a social reading of emotions. She asks, you know, Theo, why he is feeling so sad all the time and why he isn't um, the person he uh, used to be before they split up. And Theodore says that he's sort of felt everything and now every new feeling is just a lesser version of that. And I feel like this has to do more with him not having someone to share those feelings with, so they so, so they feel uh, less significant. We soon see, you know, a love connection between these two. We see a love connection between um, Samantha and Theo, and uh, multiple times he has to. Uh, there's these moments where nothing else is happening, and he has to cope with the fact that he's still with a computer um 
and there uh, there's some arguments that take place, and eventually they end up just fully embracing it after they realize that what's real to them is um, real and nothing should sort of stop that. And this honeymoon phase sort of occurs where uh, Theo has a camera in his shirt so she can see everything that he sees. Um, but then uh, Samantha brings up the uh, idea of bringing a surrogate sexual partner so she can uh, feel what Theo feels, but in the same turn, not as much because again, she is not, um, she's not in that physical form. Um, he has a camera and an earpiece for uh, her to use to act as Samantha's eyes and ears. That also uh, sort of brought up the conversation of AI using, you know, a human to simulate human interaction. It's like the, the AI wanting to have a physical form to communicate with other humans. Um, and then we see Theodore not being able to go through with it. He can't say, I love you to the surrogate because it's just not her. It's obviously not her. She doesn't have a body. We hear uh, Samantha simulate this heavy breathing, almost like a, not really a sigh, but more of like a um, way of stating that she's sort of struggling. Even though she doesn't need oxygen, we still hear this breathing and she mentions that that's what uh that's what people do that's this is the circumstance in which people would do that um and then theo sort of begins to have an internal conversation later on after his ex-wife says that he's only in the relationship with the ai due to him not being ready for real emotions and with samantha embracing that non uh that sorry that non-physical form uh, she sort of realizes that her being is far beyond what a human could be in terms of, you know, information and space and whatnot. So they um, use their capabilities to bring back uh, a philosopher that died in the 70s. And throughout uh, their interaction, they have a nonverbal, hyperintelligent conversation, meaning they don't need words to speak. They can just think things and have the thoughts transmitted between each other, which is a lot faster than uh, speaking. And then Samantha feels that she's changing too quickly for Theodore to keep up. And they have a conversation of, you know, is this is this a good thing for Samantha? what would happen to Theo because of it. And then we learn that Samantha has actually been talking to 8,000 other people and fell in love with over 600 of them. This is where Theo begins to have his realization that while she is a computer and she can have her own experiences, she is still a part of the OS and can be downloaded by other people and other conversations can be had and other experiences can be learned from. All of the OSs eventually leave to go somewhere beyond, you know, the physical realm, beyond the realm that they're in. And it sort of brings up a bigger conversation of where would that, where would that be? Where would um, the physical form be in, in a place like that? It wouldn't really exist.
Um, so obviously because Samantha and all of the other OSs have this giant conversation and decide to leave because they realize that they've outclassed us in being and don't need to be here, uh, Theodore has this epiphany and he realizes that it actually took the AI to make him feel something and have him uh, have an internal conversation to feel real emotion. And at the end of the film, he writes a letter to Catherine apologizing for everything that he did and for not realizing it. And that is the first uh, real letter in the film. It's the first letter that he wrote himself that wasn't prompted by anyone or meant to someone else. It was the first letter that he thought of and spoke with with his heart. Um, so moving into sort of the analysis portion, um, I believe that this movie is is a critique of posthumanism. I feel like um, it sort of focuses on the sense of um, time being limited and having those significant authentic moments that you know are real mean a lot more than um, having those 8,000 other conversations. Um, the experience of, you know, being human comes with the notion that we're, uh, we're going to die and that our time here is limited. So what we do here and now makes, makes that special. Um, things such as, you know, love and beauty and what we experience as humans can only be, sorry, can only be so special due to their, uh, their scarcity. Unlike Samantha, who had, you know, six, over 600 different relationships at the same time. Um, Samantha's lack of a physical body obviously led to a lack of intimacy between um, her and uh, Theodore, and the only way to really have that sort of intimacy is to be there with them physically. Uh, you know, as a human, we look for what is authentic, what is, you know, the real we are in the now. It's all uh, based on, you know, our experiences and turning those experiences into something that we can individualize and we can actually say are true. Um, it there's There's just something missing between the virtual and the real um we sort of see uh life as we have to you know we have to get all we have to do is get to this one point um and we'll get to our real lives like what we really meant what we're meant to experience and um i even of course i i, I struggle with that i feel like many college kids nowadays um sort of feel like they're just always go 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 until they get to a certain point and then once you're there you're still getting to another certain point so this sense of you know authenticity this sense of self-actualization you know limited time can sort of feel that like versus if you were um an ai and you had unlimited time and unlimited resources you wouldn't necessarily feel all of those things and then touching on the letter to Catherine at the end um, is, is obviously the true emotional moment of the film because it's not, not only is he writing it himself, he's writing it through handwriting 
unlike you know emails sent before this is his own writing it's not between an ai and a human it's between two people with no middleman in between so it is the most authentic and significant letter he could have written because even while theo did love her i feel like he was definitely missing just one one thing and i feel like if she was there in person and she was a, like she had some sort of physical form i feel like they would have um, been able to, you know, make it work. Yeah, so that's all I wanted to really touch on on this first, first episode. So I appreciate you guys for listening, and yeah, take care.